This could be what you're about to hear could be the last you hear from Richie for a little while because as you're about to hear in the show that's just around this corner, uh, he's done. He's made a mistake in his own household that um, I don't know could have serious ramifications. What I will say with you, say to you right now, without giving away what you're going to hear, um, my sister-in-law has heard today's show and has contacted my wife, her sister, aghast, asking for pictorial evidence. Amazing, amazing. Here's the podcast. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Big show today, important show. £60,000 is up for grabs. It's going to be paid out by Richie and I just after six o'clock. It could be you. It's weird, you're just doing whatever you're doing at the moment. You might not realise that your life is about to change. But you know what? It's got me thinking, that amount of money, £60,000, means that obviously you could put it towards important stuff like maybe paying off the mortgage, etc. But there's a bit of money there for finally maybe buying something that you've always dreamed of owning but i've never been that frivolous uh, like for me right I, i've always dreamt of having my own slow moving b&b style rotary toaster do you know the rotary <laughs> toaster richie i know exactly what you mean and sometimes you do have to wonder why is this why is this just a dream why is this item never made it conventionally into our homes it should be a standard a staple in every household around the united kingdom if you don't know what we're talking about richie and i were literally living on these day by day when we were doing our chip shop tour around the uk uh, but it's when you go to a b&b or a hotel they've got that weird slow moving chainmail machine from medieval times like a crank handle on the other side you put your toast in guess a number between one and ten and hopefully it won't get completely singed when it gets spat out the other side <laughs> it shouldn't get singed because the one thing those things always have is a sternly written label a uh, label saying do not touch the settings <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna print my own one off if i if i ever get the money together to buy one of these rotary toasters you're right i'm gonna laminate my own warning to myself and my family but it does so- raise the issue right what is the weirdest item do you hope someday to own if you have a bit of a windfall? Is there anything you've got a burning desire to actually buy, Richie, if you yes. came into a bit of money? Yes, straight away. It would be one of the Mr. Whippy style soft ice cream machines to have one of them Ooh. in the home, built maybe built into it like a, a new kitchen, built into the walls. So you just, you know, uh, you, oh, what's that, sir? You fancy, uh, I don't know why I'm calling someone in my home, sir. Um, <laughs> what's that, sir? You fancy a, Hello, sir. A, a coned ice cream? Yes, let me just do it. And then you yank down the handle and there it comes in your own home. Maybe I'd I- lie underneath it and it will just come in my mouth. <laughs> Here's hoping, Richie, it's only a Friday. Let's see how the weekend pans out. You never know what will happen. I feel you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't start your car engine before you started using it as well. Start <laughs> yeah. to that vibe. Yeah. Uh, I feel we should move on. Uh, Matt Kearsley's been on. He says, lucky gates for me. At that point in life, I know that I've won. Electric gates. Wow. <laughs> uh, Nat's suggesting uh, an electric hand dryer in the bathroom like they have in public toilets. Uh, that's a great tweet, which is a great suggestion. Although uh, Andy has replied saying, what? So you can slightly dry your hands before drying them on your thighs. <laughs> It's a really good point, right? Because there's three different types you could go down here, right? You can either have the Dyson ones, which I don't like because they blow your own water back into your face. I don't like them. Old school hand dryer where you hit the button, then it doesn't get your hands dry. Or, and I feel like these get a a bad deal, a a raw deal, really. The old school 
you know from an old fella's pub where you get the one big underpant on like a roller. <laughs> so if you had what all the money in the world, that's the one that you'd go with, yeah? I love that you get a proper hand dry. What could, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that? Wow. Uh, Jonathan says, I really want one of those professional waffle makers that rotate around to spread the batter evenly. Also often oh. found being used by a chef on a hotel buffet. Yes, indeed. Beautiful. Mm. Uh, Stephen mm. says, when I was younger, there was a kid in the 70s or 80s who had a soda stream. So it's pro- probably one of them. I do feel time's moved on, Stephen, uh, for the soda stream as a dream. Well, because it was peddled as an amazing bit of tech, the soda stream. But when you really think about it, it was just putting bubbles into some syrupy water. <laughs> It's hardly reinventing the wheel. Uh, Emma's been on. She says, I've literally just ordered a laminator. (laughs) Wow. What an item. Mrs. J says, I want a staple gun, like my primary school teacher had. It made a great sound when she stapled papers to the notice board. Husband thinks I'd be dangerous with one. They were really cool in the uh, primary school, but did you also not just... They were an item that was to be feared. You looked at them and thought, yeah, that's cool, but they were also scary. It was actually a weapon, wasn't it? There's yes. an undercover oh, weapon. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy says, aspirational stuff. You know you've hit middle age when it goes from a slush puppy to a wine chiller that you want. Ooh, a wine... I'd mean, love a cellar with, like, booze and stuff in it. Do you chill wine, though? Is that even a thing? I don't know anything about wine. Do well, you, you chill, chill your whites. I wouldn't have thought you'd chill your reds. You wash your whites as well, don't you? That's the other yes, thing. Yes, you do, yes. A bit of advice. Uh, Stuart, Stuart says, uh, I've always loved how in the films the gangsters have one of these counting machines for money, so I'll have one of them, please. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Because you do one as well with, like, shrapnel, because you go to the coin star normally, don't you, and you pour all your <laughs> loose change. Maybe one of them in your house. Take up an entire room, but... Man, Count up so all good. your two peas and one peas. Yeah, what a dream. You want your two, your three, your four, your five? <laughs> uh, Andy Jordan says, I really want a samurai sword. I have absolutely no use for a samurai sword. The Good. problem is, I feel like samurai swords have been given a bad name now because when, everyone, when someone is, is off the hook, it's always naked with a samurai sword, isn't it, when you read about it in the paper? <laughs> yes, It's been ruined. True. The whole samurai, uh, or, you know, the whole ancient samurai thing's been ruined. Look, you have got until five o'clock to enter to win that £60,000. We'd like to hear from you. Tell us what those dream items are that you've always wanted to get that you might do with the cash. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, is there an item that you've always wanted but I thought, no, that would be a frivolous purchase? We want to know the weirdest item you hope someday to own. Now, Bush put forward one of these uh, rotary toasters that you get in B&Bs earlier. Uh, a worrying tale from Hetty, who said, I did have an incident with one of those. I tried to put two slices in next to each other. Time-saving, I thought, but they got stuck halfway through and resulted in flames coming out of the front. First thing they said was, did you fiddle with the knob? It had a clear label not to do this. But they are standard, aren't they? Maybe you'd get, when you buy one of those rotary toasters, you get, like, this laminating kit as well for your own little slightly passive-aggressive <laughs> notes put on the side. Uh, Abby in Chiswick says, uh, my husband wants a card shuffling machine. Now, as a board game geek myself, I'd love a card shuffling machine. That'd be so good. A uh, full-size Coca-Cola vending machine and also an infrared, uh, an infrared body dryer, like the ones you get at Alton Towers, uh, says Heather. What? What? <laughs> Quite. Uh, and I've never even heard of that. <laughs> well, the body dryer. No, you get them as well. At, I've seen them at um, the big swimming pools at what are they called? Ah, oh, like an old man. Centre parks. That's it. Yes. Sorry, an infra, an infrared body dryer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All all in one. I've body never, dryer things. Never heard of that before in my entire life. That's science fiction. 
Uh, I'd love to own a wrestling ring. We had to replace our bed in the last few weeks and since the tip shut, we've had the mattress in the yard. This has led us all to now wanting to be WWE wrestlers due to excessive mattress power bombs. Imagine that, taking your nan out from the top turnbuckle. Uh, Gordon from Kilmarnock says, weird item I'd like is a key card door entry system, the same as hotels, but for my front door. Uh, and it'd be annoying though, because you get locked down and you have to go around to reception and get it reset each time. Uh, and then uh, Gary says, all I want is a canoe to go otter spotting on the River Tees, but his missus says, no, I wonder if there's more to that and it might be code. Richard says, I want one of those orange juice machines you see in cafes where you load it up with oranges at the top and you get instant fresh orange juice with a pulp. How good would that be? That'd be amazing. The drama, the spectacle. It would be fantastic, a very healthy way to spend £60,000. Uh, Ollie says, I would buy an arcade 2P machine so I could fill it with my wife's jewellery and then watch her try to win it all back. Oh, man, spice it up by wrapping a five around 20B&H and see what happens. That'd be so good. Uh, guys, uh, listening at work in Wigan, I would buy the full-size Costa drinks machine that you see in garages of WM Smith's, says this person. How good's that? And Sharon says, I'd love a photo booth, just like the one you find in train stations. Imagine the fun pushing someone into it every time they visit and no more paying for passport photos. Loving your work. <laughs> I think I'm more Neil from Redditch. I'd just like a ride on lawnmower. Just like, like at the end of a football match on TV when they're discussing the, uh, discussing the game in the studio and you can see the grounds people outside going up and down on their, their ride on Good. lawnmowers. Question about those. Are you allowed to, like, when you finish doing your lawn, go onto the street and maybe drive down to the corner shop to get some beers for later on and stuff? Are you allowed to do that? I don't know technically whether you can or can't. That's a, I reckon if you stay on the pavement, you're probably all right. Probably not good for the blades. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Hoped I'd be heading into the weekend with a nicer vibe in our household than what we have going on right now after the disaster, the heroic failure, as I'd like to position it, that was cutting my wife's hair last night. Oh, mate, I have made an absolute fist of this. Well, I tell you what, the weird thing is, right, female cutting male's hair, not a problem, you know, they're doing you a favour and all that kind of stuff. Just just get it done. Can't, it's got too big. Get it done, sorted out. For some reason, male, I'd say husband or partner, cutting wife or girlfriend's hair, it's just dodgy territory. A little bit like returning to a lit firework or something. I'm very surprised, A, Natalie let you do it, B, you went anywhere near it because you're just getting yourself into some form of a quagmire. Well, look, let me deal with your two points there. A, that she let me do it. Maybe there is a bit of a surprise. But B, that I went anywhere near it. Here's the thing, right? We want to hear about your heroic failures because the thing is, I gave it my best shot. I'm not an idiot. I do realise that cutting my wife's hair is laced with danger, which is why I tried very hard. I listened to her instructions. I did the best that I could. But unfortunately, the brief was, please take an inch off the back of my hair. Now, obviously, a lady's hair at the back... It goes in a bit of a curve. So on the left and right-hand sides, the hair is obviously shorter than what it might be in the middle. So I took an inch off the left-hand side, 
an inch off the right-hand side, but I did it as a horizontal cut because, of course, it's shorter there. What it has then left is kind of like an otter's tail that is around about eight inches longer in the middle with two very, very straight uh, (laughs) offcuts either side. She asked at that point, can I see a picture of what you've done so far? I showed her the picture and Vesuvius went off and there endeth the lesson. Mate, it's a disaster. I gave it my best shot, but it was a heroic failure. I, I, she is going to look a little bit like Joe Exotic with that cut that you've given her. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Don't say that. Don't say that. It's, it's too late, mate. You, literally, if I was you, I'd finish the show tonight and just go into hiding. Maybe sleep in the local park. But there's one, there's one tweet from one of our colleagues, Nicole, uh, trying to ask you what, what you did yeah. when she saw the photo. That just sums up, because you don't even need to see the picture just to see the confusion in, in Nicole's message here. She said to Richie, this is earlier on today, I'm so confused. So did you actually only take an inch off those parts? Yes, because... Those parts were the first bits I tried to cut. I cut them. And then Natalie was like, can I just see what you've done so far? She was so offended with what I'd done so far. She said, right, just stop. I'll just take care of the rest. I mean, obviously she can't. She can't cut her own hair. So was this like, you know, you hear legendary things where people have their driving test stopped and they have to walk back to the (laughs) test centre because he's cancelled it. Is that what it was? Taken off. Uh, Dominic says, I refelted the shed roof. Looks really professional, doesn't it? He attached a picture to his post. It doesn't. It's, it's like a patchwork quilt of all sorts of different types of felt. Uh, I'm surprised if that is waterproof in any way, shape or form. But hey, look, he gave it his best shot. I do feel like there should be some level of diplomatic immunity. If you uh, stray into an area or profession that is not your no- normal home turf and you have a go to try and help everybody else out, but it doesn't quite work out that way, do you know what I mean? I do, and I bet there's a fair bit of that going on right now. Well, this is it. In the lockdown, people have an improvise and stuff. I mean, I got a lot of stick a couple of weeks ago on the show for my brutal cutting of the back lawn and killing all of Katie's plants that she was growing. I mean, I just was—I thought I was doing a great job just trying to get it to go right to the corners and get rid of anything in its way and, and do it really quickly. But I got a, a load of abuse from, from what I would describe as plant fanciers. <laughs> it was a heroic failure, that's for certain. Uh, speaking of that, Katie Allen says, I was trimming the hedge a couple of weeks ago. I thought, yeah, I can do this. I'll give it a go. I got very confused as to why the hedge trimmer had stopped. It took me a while to work out that I'd cut right through the wire. <gasps> oh got away with that one, Katie. Got to be careful. Uh, That's but not look, just heroic. That was nearly terminal. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely a failure. Uh, Marrow says on Twitter, I didn't think it was possible to make a mistake of burning boiled eggs twice, but here I am. She's sending a photo. She's burnt a boiled egg. How on earth did you do that? <laughs> Amazing. I love that. I love that because, like, you know, you, you would have thought... It, if, if someone can make a mess of that, then I don't feel so bad about taking on that big task that was my wife's hair. So thank you for sharing that one. You're in the same uh, boat. Mike, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike says, I tried to build a gate for our front garden to stop our dog escaping. I made the gate. I hung the gate. The gate looked the business. Went and did some shopping, came home, gate's on the floor. Dog had taken herself for a walk again. Oh, dear. <laughs> you see, if, you, if you're going to dabble with gates, there's obviously a need for the gate in the first place, which would suggest if the gate goes wrong, then you've got a big problem. 
Do you know what, weirdly, we, we need a gate out the front of our house at the moment as well. My other half, Katie's always going, we need a gate, we need a gate. And making it, I wouldn't even think of making a gate. I don't have those skills. But I was thinking, right, if you made a gate like that fella did, and then something really awful happens as a result of it, a bit of controversy or whatever, is that gate gate? I think in your house it would be gate gate. Yeah, definitely. It's gate gate. It's gate gate. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie here with Home Time. It's Absolute Radio on a Friday night. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show back on Monday morning when you wake up with the Relationship Rolodex Lockdown Special. I feel like I could get in touch with that after the hair cutting yes. the other night. Uh, it was a disaster. Cut my wife's hair. I tried really hard. I gave it my best shots. It ended in heroic failure. Not that I was even seen as a hero at the time. Eight twelve fifteen to share your stories or your tweets at Absolute Radio. Just very quickly, just out of uh, curiosity. So she, your wife said, step away. Put the scissors down. You're finished. You're done here. Yes. Uh, what happened then? It, so her hair is still partially cut because of Correct. what you've done. Correct. Oh, yes. You got a whole weekend ahead. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it might not last that long. Who knows? It might not last. It might not last. But there's a bit of advice coming for you here, and this might be for anyone who's doing home haircutting because it is a bit of a minefield. Uh, this text is Richie. You can get a little plastic jig that clamps onto the hair, cuts perfect each and every time. If only I'd known. Thank you very much. It's always good after the event. Uh, Bobby says, I'd never driven with a trailer until my friend asked me to help. Ladders on the trailer, driving through Tesco car park. I hit the height restriction bridge, (laughs) pulling the bridge out of the ground and damaging my mate's car. But I did give it my best shot. Do you know what? That is one of those accidents that ends up in the local paper. One of those. (laughs) One of those. Uh, and the lead steep pump market guys have uh, had a look at the uh, picture of my wife's haircut and uh, have commented that it's a fee mullet. I didn't realise there was a term for it. Yeah, Joe Exotic. There you go. <laughs> Hi, guys. Phoebe here. My mum trusted me to cut our dog's hair. I didn't have any clippers, so I cut every piece with scissors by hand and it looked really bad and it was all different lengths. <laughs> I think she's trying to reach out to you about your photo uh, there from uh... your house, Richie. Thank you very much. Uh, lads, my heroic failure is when I did my girlfriend's makeup. She said, make me look cool. So I put a black star around her eye and made her look like Paul Stanley from Kiss. Oh, dear. Fantastic. I love it. Uh, Graham from Edinburgh says, I got a new artificial grass laid last week. It looks great. I had a barbecue the other night and the ash and the wind went on it, burnt it a good bit. Now it needs to be redone in various patches. As you can imagine, the wife isn't really chuffed with me. Oh, brilliant. And one more here. I tried to make a vegan cake. Uh, It turned into a vegan chocolate flatbread. Um, I'd actually say that's still a success. I like the sound of that. (laughs) I love it. Uh, My Epic Fail says this text. Hi to Gary and Chris, a.k.a. Mum and Dad. Uh, Charlotte has texted in to say, I was carrying a boxing bag across the garden, bragging about how strong I was. Then I dropped it onto my dad's plant pot. Plant is okay. All is forgiven. We're in the garden now having a barbecue and listening to Absolute Radio. All is well. There you go. It's ended well. Uh, Dean says, my wife and I have been wanting to decorate our living room for about a year. Haven't been able to find the right colours to pick up a picture we have. Finally, found the right paint, costing over £300. Mm. I've spent the last two days decorating... (laughs) only to realise I've painted the wrong walls with the specific colours and the picture no longer looks any good. Oh, my word, that's so bad. Uh, Just having Uh, to go back over that almost makes you feel a bit sick on their behalf. Yeah. 
Uh, As will this from Adrian. Bush and Richie, I've been cutting my own corn out of the sole of my foot during lockdown as my oh. NHS podiatrist has been shut. I was doing really well until my dog came in and nudged me wanting a stroke. Needless to say, that too has ended in disaster. Do you know what? That is the worst thing I've heard all week. That's going to give me nightmares, mate. Thanks for texting that in. <laughs> Spare us the details. How's that compared to those dog's anal glands from yesterday? It's always up there. I didn't think it could eclipse them, but I think it might just have. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with the Home Time Show. It's Absolute Radio on a Friday night. We spent the first hour of the show... T- today daydreaming and spending the sixty thousand pounds that we were due to give away now it's time for the moment of truth that money is sat in a safe in a 1970s sports holdall a bit like something from the sweeney but it's time for someone to win it so you lot had loads of ideas what you would do with sixty thousand pounds bush just remind people what was the dream item you were going to go and get uh one of those rotary uh toasters that you get from a three-star hotel uh, for me, it was going to be uh, one of those Mr. Whippy soft ice cream machines fitted Ooh. into the kitchen. That's wow. what we do with £60,000. But it's time to find out what Jane would do with £60,000. Jane, you're our winner. Oh, my gosh, you're joking. Oh, no, we're wow. not. Oh, thank you. Well, I would pay my mortgage off and then save up for a lovely family holiday. Oh, don't you just feel like a holiday at the moment, Jane? I'm desperate to get out of here and go and do something. Do you feel the same way? Definitely, yeah, yeah. I've been in lockdown for long enough now. You just need to have a, a dream, don't you? Something to look forward to. Jane, where are toaster. you in the world? Um, Burke Hampstead in Hertfordshire. Not far from me. So, Bush, I could take over the rotary toaster for her, uh, along with one of those 1980s big daft checks. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah, someone's knocking at your door. (laughs) Jane, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? What's your job and how you've been getting on during the lockdown? Um, I'm a teaching assistant at um, a primary school in Berkhampstead. I work with nursery children, three three years old. Um... Um, I've been on furlough um, since March and um, I've literally just been doing lots of jobs at home, tidying up, sorting out cupboards and wardrobe and clothes I haven't worn for years that I think I might wear and I don't. So just really having a good sort out at home and sorting things out. You must have the tidiest house right now if that's how you've spent the last 10 weeks. (laughs) Wow, it's getting there, definitely. definitely You're not able to come there. around here and do our place when the lockdown's lifted, are you? In any way, Jay? <laughs> but do you realise, though? Do you realise? Let's just let's let's just put this on the table. You have just won sixty thousand pounds because I'm not entirely sure that the penny has dropped for you. Are have you aware really? you've just won that huge have amount I of money? Really? Yes. I, I can't yes. believe I have actually. I I feel like it's just not real. So I I'm sort of a bit. Ah, we've we've oh. lo- we've lost Jane. Well, she's keeled over, I, keeled over. Yeah, I hope she's all right. Well, at least we managed to give her the good news, and it was good news. I think she realises now. Do you know what? Weirdly, I honestly think we. she thought we were just having a bit of a chat and she hadn't won the money right until the very end, like asking about how she's been getting on tidying up and stuff like that as well. £60,000, I can't believe it. Jane, uh, if you're still listening, uh, and if Jane's mates are listening, text her, tell her. It wasn't a joke. She's definitely won £60,000. <laughs> 
Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here. It's Absolute Radio on a Friday night, drinking too many coffees, but trying to get to the weekend together. Uh, it's Home Time. I thought I'd been drinking too much of something else when I walked down my high street earlier on this morning uh, because it's gone one way, Bush. The high street in my little town of Ware has been turned into a one-way street because they have widened the pavements uh, to enable social distancing. And I thought it was a really cool idea. Do you know what, weirdly enough, they've done exactly the same thing with South End Seafront to allow people... Because I, I cycle down there sometimes to get my bit of exercise, but on the cycle path, you're still quite close to someone who's sweating buckets on a grifter from the <laughs> 80s in front of you. Do you know what I mean? So it's quite yeah, good yeah. to have that extra bit of space. They should bring in lanes. You know, like people dawdle when they shop and stuff. Yes. Now's the opportunity. Yeah. You've got the space. Get the lanes <laughs> yeah. in there. Yes, yeah, so you've got, but you basically you've got you've got bollards out in the road that have um, uh, marked the area that the cars go down one way, uh, so you can spill off the pavement onto a little bit of a road and uh, and all that kind of thing. And I guess if you're going to you know slowly start to open the shops soon, we're going to need to be able to go back to them without worrying about being crowded on the pavement. So uh, so yeah, I thought that was a good idea. That's progress for you. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Some clarification has come in on something that we were talking about way, way earlier on in the show. Bush, do you remember uh, before we gave that £60,000 to Jane, we were speculating the dream items that we would get with £60,000? Oh, I, yeah, and I remember, yeah. We spoke about a ride on lawnmower and you asked the question, could you ride a lawnmower to the shops? Yeah, imagine that. You've run out of milk. You've just finished doing the garden. Can you turn off, go down your drive and head into town? Mike tweets and says, in answer to your question of can you take a ride on mower on the road, the answer is a big yes. It just needs to be a licensed mower. Also, as a council mower man, the answer about going to the shops with your mower is yes, but why would you do that when you can now go to drive throughs that's a really good point. This is absolutely blowing my mind. I had no idea. Get on an A-road, get yourself on the motorway, see, see where it takes you. <laughs> Offer to do someone else's garden, cost you £15,000 in petrol to get there. Now, also earlier on, we were talking about heroic failures after you had a good old crack at cutting your yeah. wife's hair. It was quite yeah. bad. Have a little look on uh, Twitter and Facebook. It's, it's something else. It really is. Uh, probably more to happen with that this weekend, I think, in the third household. Yeah. We, I feel like we pretty much felt like we peaked in terms of... Uh, Oh, my God, moments for what people have done. Until I read this from Billy Brown. He says, hi, guys. I used to be a rail engineer in Manchester. Used to be. Whilst at work, I took a section of track for 30 minutes to carry out a repair. We finished the job in 20, and I decided it was going to be a chippy dinner. To cut a long story short, I forgot to give the track back. Left my phone in the van, and the signalman... And the signalman couldn't get through to me. I ended up keeping the track accidentally for 45 minutes. The trains were backed up to Manchester Piccadilly, causing my employer around £80,000 in fines. He adds, this is the most expensive fish and chips in the history of the United Kingdom. Wow. And wow again. You and I need to make a note here. 
off the back of that, something for next week, the most expensive meals that you've had. There's got to be sort of like a reason around it. Uh, obviously, yes. his, his failing to hand back Manchester Piccadilly Station has, has caused an £80,000 fish and chips. We need to find out about expensive meals. Food with consequences. I love the fact that he adds as well, but I tried my best to carry out the repair. A bit late for that, Billy, mate. £80,000. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Don't worry, we have spoken to Jane. She now completely understands. She's won £60,000. She is very, very happy. She's going to have a good weekend. Now, I didn't sleep very well last night because I got myself wound up slightly about a kids' TV show. Uh, allow me to explain. Uh, you know I don't like Bing. I hate I Bing. I knew it was going to be Bing. Flipping Bing. If, you, if you've got kids, uh, Bing is just the worst thing going. He's a real pain in the backside, Bing is. This teddy, what is he, a bunny with like a pair of yeah. dungarees on, right? Um, and anyway, I, I retweet. I tweeted this thing of Bing accidentally standing in some dog poo. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. just me cheering at the TV going, yes, get in there. He's out in the park, he's walking along, accidentally st- steps in some dog poo. Brilliant, good fun. Went to bed last night for some reason thinking about it. It's <laughs> just how I sent myself off to sleep. <laughs> And then it suddenly dawned on me, right? Let me take you through this. Bing is an animal, uh, which mm-hmm. is obviously he stands upright and he wears clothes. And all the other people that live in Bing's town or world are all animals, but with human-type characteristics. So there's yep. like a rabbit that will drive a car or a bear that's delivering mail and stuff like that. Yep. So it's animals with human behavior. So yep. him standing in a dog poo means that someone who might be like an accountant in the animal world there in Bing's... <laughs> environment has gone it's gone and done his business outside do you know what i mean and this is i can't sleep it's, it's changed everything i don't know what to, where to begin with it do you know what i mean when you think about um, it like that wow i don't know yeah. i don't know what i'm asking for here in terms of any form of a comeback i just think people need to think about this if you think bing is cutesy and oh isn't it lovely someone in that town at the park at the end of bing's road has gone and done dirty business. Bush, we've got a mere 10, 15 minutes until, certainly if you're listening on Absolute 80s or the uh, Absolute Radio itself, until the Sturge is here uh, yeah. with all the 80s bangers. Um, I think that's a thought that's going to be left with all of us for the weekend. I don't want to ruin anyone's weekend. I don't want to ruin anyone's sleep. But someone in Bing's town is doing something dirty, a dirty protest. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Goodbye, Richie. (laughs) (laughs) This probably will be the last you hear of me, uh, now that you've heard everything. Uh, So, Bush, I'd just like to say I've really enjoyed um, the last... Ten months or so, it's been great. I think we've You've had a good some, run, we've, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 defo. I don't know what they'll uh, they'll do. I reckon you could do the show on your own. So uh, look, I'll come. Um, whatever happens to you, I'll come and visit you wherever wherever you end up after your wife finally finishes with you about the whole haircut. I don't mean if I'm able to, I mean, if I'm able to let you know where you need to come, I'd love you to visit. I've got a feeling a blinking type thing is going to be involved in the communication <laughs> process. <laughs> Here's huge. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Rishi have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.